0: Josh Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: And T-minus one day until Friday, ladies and gentlemen. My word for the day is going to be jabba-jabba-do. Joe Biden uh, double vaccinated and double jabbed, and he's got COVID this morning. Uh, this afternoon, wherever you are. Joe Biden is tested positive for COVID. Here is the First Lady of the United States. Jill Biden, who puts the ding in dingbat, uh, talking with a mask on, surrounded by Secret Service agents with masks on, even though uh, mask uh, mandates were ended months ago and nobody died.
2: My husband tested positive for COVID. I talked to him just a few minutes ago. He's doing fine. He's feeling good. Uh, I tested negative this morning. I am. They must
1: have used protection.
2: And to keep my schedule, I am, according to CDC guidelines, I am keeping masks.
1: Okay, well, that's a CDC guideline that ended months ago. Thought you should know that the CDC guideline ended months ago on public transportation, and wearing a mask is pointless, particularly the, the, uh, the, what, the little cloth mask that you're wearing there. Why didn't he wear it yesterday when he was in uh, Massachusetts speaking to a crowd of less than 10 people? Why, why didn't he wear a mask yesterday? Why didn't he wear a mask when he was in Saudi Arabia and he was uh, glad-handing the, uh, the dictator of Saudi Arabia when he was uh, fist-bumping? Also, I, I heard there was some uh, some footage. He, apparently, back in 1941 or so, when he was in his twenties, may have uh, high-fived Hitler at some point. Not sure about that. Not sure about that. But uh, the president of the United States does have COVID, and of course, we do wish him well uh, with uh, with COVID. But um, you know, your argument about uh, vaccines is kind of moot at this point, don't you think? Don't you? Don't you think? I mean, Anna, uh, uh, Joe Biden ordered 105 million. Rounds of vaccine in the fall, which means three point two billion dollars to Big Pharma, and nobody wants to take the vaccine. Particularly parents of toddlers. Kids five and under. Remember they said it was okay to do a vaccine for kids five and under? Makes about a sense about as much sense as saying, yeah, your eight year old can change genders at this point honestly would you think about it and i would venture to say that your son having his penis removed by the time he goes through puberty is a little more dangerous than uh, getting a vaccine for covid which uh, the uh, what the fatality rate on young kids under 5 is like 0.0007% so almost non-existent but there you go oh and then 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 some more news yesterday the uh, president of the united states says he has uh what we are going to call uh he has Kanzheimers. yesterday the president of the united states uh, repeated a story that he has said in the past about growing up in delaware apparently the oil used to fall from the skies in delaware and he'd go out and he'd uh, go to wipe the frost off his his windshield on his uh, buggy i guess i don't know whatever anyway and there there'd be oil on on the on the windshield in uh, in uh, in delaware so I mean, I, I remember back in the '70s, I was a little boy, and and pollution was much worse in the '70s. And it, it took it literally took an ad campaign featuring a Native American crying, that made people say, "You know, I don't think I should show trash out my window anymore." I know this is weird to you millennials. You don't even know what you you know what's going on. But literally back in the '70s, people used to go to McDonald's, you throw the trash out the window, and and because we're such a hateful, awful nation that ran Native Americans off their land, uh, it took a Native American in an ad to uh, stop us from polluting stuff. And then, uh, of course, then came all the climate change nonsense, and they said the world was cooling, and then they said it was heating, and now they're saying it's just climate change to cover everything. And and you know what's kind of weird? Before I get into uh, Joe Biden's uh, Kanzheimer's diagnosis, uh, this is, uh, I guess, about 1967 or so. It was also hot in the summer. Hot
3: town, summer in the city, back of my neck. I believe
1: Sly and the Family Stone also said they would have hot fun in the summertime because in the summer, it's hot.
3: Bend down, isn't a seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk, than a match, yeah.
1: You know, I'm going to have to agree with uh, people walking around looking half dead. Uh, we're kind of seeing history repeat itself. That said, here's the president yesterday unveiling to everyone that after living in Delaware, Uh, With oil on his windshield, which previously he said he uh, caused his asthma, now says that he literally has cancer because of the oil falling from the sky. And I know it doesn't make the oil falling in the sky in Delaware.
4: And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening? You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. Were you parked under a jiffy lube? That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why I can't for the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation.
1: All right, there you go. He has uh, Alzheimer's. And it's kind of weird because here's what the uh, White House, when they walk this back, as so many things.
5: White House has retracted a statement made by the U.S. President Joe Biden during... There's
1: a- in Sky News in
5: Australia. ...speech that he's made. In They're a little more accurate than the American media. Massachusetts overnight. The president was discussing the effects of oil refinery emissions when he indicated that he had cancer.
4: And guess what? The first frost... you Know ...what was happening. You had to put
1: on your windshield... Wiper. There came a killer frost and a pony she named Wildfire. That's an old
4: song. ...to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I, had... I... I think I'd move. ...so damn any other people I grew up have cancer.
5: The White House clarified the president had non-melanoma skin cancer Yeah, before taking office last year.
1: Yeah. So mm, yeah. You know what that's caused by? Mm, yeah. Uh, the sun. Uh, the sun. So oil, uh, fossil fuel, did not cause Joe Biden's cancer, asthma, Alzheimer's. Uh, it was actually the sun, which is uh, what fuels... I guess solar power. That's kind of ironic, isn't it? Isn't that just a little bit uh isn't that just a little bit uh ironic, wouldn't you say, that he'd say that <clears throat> oil falling from the sky in in uh Delaware, I guess happened back in the eighteen fifties or whatever. Uh and uh it turns out that he doesn't have Kanzheimers. Well he may have cancer well, he has Canzheimers, he just doesn't have asthma. And uh, the Kanzheimer's was not caused by uh, fossil fuels falling from the sky, which is, I'm assuming, the point he was trying to make when he went to Massachusetts yesterday. Instead, uh, the Kanzheimer's that he has is caused by uh, the sun. The sun there. Oh, yeah, and here's his greeting in Massachusetts. This is Massachusetts. This is liberal Massachusetts yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, he's driving in there. And they got the uh, – he's getting flipped off, by the way. People are saying, let's go, Brandon, which you all know means uh, F.U. Biden. Yeah, or F. Joe Biden, I guess is what it means. But literally, this is in Massachusetts. This is the leftist, like, state in the country. Elizabeth Warren comes from Massachusetts, Bye-bye. by the way. There you go. Uh, and I know there's some profanity. That's why I'm talking really loud over that. Because <laughs> I just got the sound bite. And I know that they they had some uh, – you know, them, some uh, – Some uh, profanity in there. But, uh, yeah, he he went to this. He was going to unveil the climate emergency. we got a climate emergency, by the way. There's a climate emergency, and the the president has said we're going to put some windmills off the uh, coast in places where the elites don't live. To to solve it. (laughs) It's fantastic. Oh, my God. It's just so fantastic. So um, we're going to get to more on that. But I do want to mention this, because while Joe Biden went to Massachusetts, where he was greeted very poorly with nobody going to see his uh, presser in the middle of an abandoned. I don't know what the hell. Uh, factory yard where they might film a Batman movie I guess, but nobody was there and he he spoke uh, saying things that nobody gives a rat's behind about uh, and then we hear this yesterday, 75% of our middle class say that their income is falling behind the cost of living now, um, if you've been listening to this show, you'll recall about a m- couple months ago, I said that if you were living paycheck to paycheck during the Trump administration um, you're not making it to the paycheck at the beginning of the, uh, the Biden administration, you're living paycheck to paycheck, which just happened, by the way. Uh, but now you're not making it there. And, and this, this basically says that. Inflation and looming recession, we're already in a recession, have left middle class Americans feeling glum about household finances and the U.S. economy. According to this new uh, survey, 75% of Americans with incomes between 30 dollars and $100,000 say their income is falling behind inflation, meaning you have to put in stuff on credit cards and stuff. Yeah, according to a survey by uh, Georgia-based uh, financial services company Primerica, that's up 67% as recently as March, indicating a dramatic surge in the number of middle-class Americans feeling burdened by inflation. Yesterday, I was noticing how my computer was starting to act up a little bit, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to replace the computer because the computer's been acting up. And my god, what was happening was my computer, I had the guys from Geek Squad come out, and they said, your computer's overheating. And I said, oh, oh, okay. So I got a fan in front of the computer because in this room with the uh, TV lights on, it gets a little bit warm. And and my wife and I got a utility bill on Monday that I shared on the air. Our electric bill went from $230 last year at this time to $433. So yesterday, I'm like, what the hell's wrong with my computer? I'm getting ready to call the Geek Squad. I walk out of the hall, and my wife has the thermostat during the daytime set at 78. And I said, uh, no, 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 we can't do this. I mean, cut some other things, but no. If I want 78 degrees, I'll go outside. So 77% of us think the economy is uh, entering a recession by the end of the year. 61% of those middle-income uh, Americans say they expect the economy to be worse off a year from now. Just 14% say they expect it to be better because they're smoking. Maybe that's is 14% of the, the country is pot legal. 41% say inflation is their top concern. Being uh, able to pay for food is the top concern of 26% paying for food, in the uh, country of plenty. Oddly enough, uh, uh, global warming or now climate change is not on the list. You know what's on the list also? Uh, Our open border and our sovereignty being flushed down the toilet. You know what's not on the list? Gender transition for your children. Yeah, those kind of things. But this is what they're doing to us right now. They are suffering indignities upon us, and they're trying to start a fight. I really, really believe that. They're poking the pit bull intentionally. They're trying to start a fight. They're going to get a fight. They think it's only with Trump supporters, but they're wrong, because there are a lot of Democrats that are going to join the fight. Is it a physical fight? No. But there's going to be a fight. Now, I've got uh, more news on the economy. A jobless claims at an eight-month high. We've got uh, a whole bunch of uh, uh, news stories that prove that the Democrats, where they're going right now, is purely evil. And then, of course, uh, Pete Buttigieg and John Kerry talking about why you should buy an electric car even though you can't afford groceries, among other things. Oh, and Mara Flores is going to join us on the show today. Newly elected from a district in Texas that had been Democrat for 150 years. All of that and more coming up on this Thursday edition of the Rob Carson Show.
0: who are sick and tired of people moving to dc and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours it's the rob carson show
1: so you know i uh, i'm not a medical expert but i think that uh, maybe covid is sexually transmitted I know it sounds kind of weird, but I do believe that uh, uh, I think it's. I think the president may have gotten COVID because of how badly uh, he and the United States got screwed in Saudi Arabia. I think that's actually what happened. I do. Unemployment's back up again, by the way. Some Jim Gossett.
3: Things aren't swell. We may have a collapse at this rate. Yes, mister. Joe has failed, failed and high. Crown Prince. Biden is coming up empty. Assume what position? Okay. Joe's too old, Joe's too old. His bill back bed as a joke. Should <laughs> resign to it now. Biden is coming up empty. And that's his head inflation swells watch it grow we are going to hell under joe (laughs) he has lost it's clear to see what a cost to you and me it's a joke take the congress back in 22 mr Biden.
1: Gossip, uh, two s's and two t's uh, by the way real quick uh jim lives in atlanta and uh and i've been working with jim for years and jim does stage shows in atlanta and uh, we are going to tell you where to go when uh, he's performing again and then hopefully as the show grows and we get on stage maybe jim will be part of the act we'll see I'm just thinking out loud here. Uh, Joe Biden is not thinking at all. So, uh, anyway, comedy.com Americans <laughs> sell jobless claims at the highest level in eight months. Uh, applications for jobless aid for the week ending July 16th rose by 7,000 to 251,000. From the previous weeks, 244,000. Uh, that's the most since November the 13th of 2021 when 265,000 Americans applied for benefits. So, uh, there you go. There is, uh, there is that. And then there's the uh, president of the United States trying to push us into uh, this climate change nonsense. And it is absolute nonsense. And we're seeing it collapse around the world in places like Sri Lanka, where they literally a year ago told farmers you got to use organic um, fertilizer. Now, uh, there is a reason why we use uh, fertilizer. Ammonium uh, um, nitrate I is what it is. And that's what they used in, in Iowa when I was growing up. And, uh, and it's because it is... Um, uh, very effective for causing uh, yields to increase. And if you just use uh, crap, which is what natural fertilizer is, A, there's not enough crap to fertilize the world's fields unless you live near Washington, D.C. And so we've raised uh, the food production levels to unbelievable levels using technology and ammonium nitrate, among other things. And uh, they did that in Sri Lanka, and the, uh, the farmers went out of business, and they stormed the capital, and the president escaped on a plane with a pallet of money. And then they did the same damn thing in the Netherlands. They told the same thing the Netherlands farmers. Netherlands number two in the world as far as agricultural production behind us. And they rolled tractors into the streets, and they're still protesting there. President Joe Biden on Wednesday announced new executive actions he said will take uh, to combat climate change, though he came up short of declaring a national climate emergency, as environmental activists have demanded. Now, if he did that, uh, I believe you would start to see tractors rolling on Washington, D.C., because we can't do this anymore. All of this, all of this nonsense. You know it. I know it. And that he would go out yesterday in the midst of all of the turmoil that's going on in our country, with people not being able to feed themselves, and then double down on idiocy in Somerset, Massachusetts, talking about spending to alleviate the effects of the extreme heat, even though it's freaking summer. What they're doing is they're see what they're doing is they're doing what they do after uh, school shootings. Uh, They immediately go after something that's been on their agenda forever, and they use that condition to pass worthless gun safety legislation like they did two weeks ago through both houses of Congress. So it's hot. So the president goes, hey, 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 actually his handlers say, uh, let's send them to Massachusetts and, uh, and let's throw a bunch more money at this crap, including some, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, windmills and whatnot. And, and he says the funding, by the way, is going to help communities increase resilience to heat waves, droughts, wildfires, flood hurricanes, and other hazards by preparing before disaster strikes. Now realize in this country and around the world, we have always had heat waves, drought, wildfires, floods, hurricanes, and other hazards. Thought you should know that. It's not like you're going, hurricane? What the hell is a hurricane? What is it? It's a storm? Are you kidding me? What, a wildfire? California never sees wildfires. Only every freaking year. Biden spoke about the new guidance from the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, which is run by a transgendered individual. We'll talk about that later. Uh, if funding for the low-income home energy assistance program in there, community cooling centers, whatever always you know kind of about as good as, as as those open-air drug markets in san francisco by the way and then of course all the other falderall wind uh, wind farms in the gulf of mexico galveston texas lake charles louisiana certainly not off the east coast certainly not off the west coast because you know that's where the elites live i got some great audio from uh, kamala harris uh, also uh, pete boot edge yesterday doubling down on his elitism Your calls welcome, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
6: Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy.
1: So I just got an email from someone said that uh, Dan Cox won 22 of 24 counties in Democrat Socialist Republican in Maryland and beat Larry Hogan's choice of uh, Kelly Schultz for the uh, governorship of, or I should say the candidacy for Republican governor in the state of Maryland. And Larry Hogan, Hogan, yesterday said that he was not going to endorse Dan Cox because he's a, what is it, QAnon conspiracy theorist or something. Well, you know what, nobody uh, conservative knows what the hell that is. So... Just go to the dustbin of history with you, Larry Hogan. You dope. And by the way, also they, I believe they might be uh, hiring at MSNBC. Apparently, the new uh, head of CNN wants to bring <laughs> he wants to bring uh, <clears throat> Joe and Mika over to CNN because CNN's ratings are so terrible that they want to bring over Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. It's just wow. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Let's go to Bob in uh, Parkville, Maryland. Hello there, Bob, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. You want to talk about Joe Biden's uh, cancer, canzheimers. He has canzheimers. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, he's talking about skin cancer caused by oil and all this business.
1: No, it's caused by the sun.
7: All right. Yeah. That's that's where it's from. Directly from the sun. Yes. Or from under those lamps that you go go into a, a, have a, a,
1: yeah, the UV lamps, the yeah, the tanning booth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the tanning
7: booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overexposure to that. Yeah, that's, that's exactly uh, what it's
1: about. It's 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 caused say- by it's caused by the same stuff that uh, Biden wants to run the power or the country on, which is solar power. That's what caused his cancer.
7: I tell you what, he's running the power. Of, what he's about the power of his country. But I can't repeat it over the air.
1: Well, I understand.
7: I, uh, that. <laughs> I had yes. skin cancer myself. Yes. And Steve McQueen. Have yes. melanoma. Yes, that's the worst part. I know. He had, you know what his guy in the White House would tell you if he caught melanoma? What? He, he's going to have a cure. There is no. Oh, yeah, I thought he was going to cure
1: cancer. That's that's true. You're right, Bob. He, he uh, just he was
7: 50 years old. Steve McQueen did, and he I know. every last son he had to try and find a cure for it. There was none. Uh-huh. I had skin cancer myself. Yes. A little dot, red dot on my right forearm years ago. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't cure itself. So my wife said, well, we're going to go to a dermatologist, which yes. she, uh, she took me there. I yeah. wouldn't have gone without her. Yes. But um, that's my white wife. Yes. Uh, doctor looked at it. Dermatologist. You get cancer there. Said, yes. It died.
1: Did they cut it off? What did they
7: do? I'm going to have to examine the rest of your skin.
1: Let's cut to the chase here. Go ahead. I but-
7: cancer. Everything was fine except my left eye. I had cancer under my left eye. Oh, dear Lord and he told my wife he said if you got him here 6 months out of the way he would be dead yeah that oh yeah straight through my life, guy to my brain all
1: right thanks for the call bob i do appreciate it um you know and, and this is kind of funny cuz i'm at the age of my life you know i'm in mid 50s every time i go to the dermatologist i have something frozen or burned off yeah, have you noticed that you're going to get that eventually <clears throat> wasn't caused by oil falling from the sky it was actually caused by uh sun exposure which is what the Biden administration wants everything to run on, which is not possible, and also all of our solar panels come from China and all of our batteries come from China and all of that. But, you know, other than that, nothing to say. And this is kind of interesting. There's kind of a pattern going here. Um, For instance, uh, during the height of COVID, uh, our leaders told us that we had to wear masks, told us that we had to close down our businesses, told us that we couldn't go to church, told us we couldn't have gatherings. And in the height of all of it, uh, Anthony Fauci went to a baseball game, threw out the first pitch and sat with his friends without a mask on, which would have surely meant death, I mean, immediate death for somebody who was 81 years old. Then you had Nancy Pelosi, her comorbidity is, uh, well, being an awful person and also being 81 years old, now 82, and yet she ordered a little uh, hairdresser that she went to open, didn't wear a mask, went into the hairdresser to get her hair done, and which surely should have been a death sentence, right, right? Uh, and like, oh, oh, oh and then, then, of course, Gavin Newsom, in the height of the pandemic, he said that you can't dine out. You cannot go into a restaurant. You can't open your restaurant. And he goes to a restaurant called the French Laundry. To show you how out of touch really filthy elites are, they go to a restaurant that's actually called a Laundry. Okay? I mean, you know the food's got to be pretty highfalutin if you're willing to call it the Laundry. It'd be like calling it the the French Toilet Repair. You know, something like that. you don't you don't expect that. Oh my God, the French laundry—that food is incredible at that laundry. And do yourself a favor, bring your dry cleanables, because they'll do those while you're waiting. But anyway, he went and sat with like twenty people, and they spent. $24,000 on booze, and literally $1,000 a piece on booze. And then afterwards, after sitting unmasked, surely a death sentence during the height of COVID, he said, oh, gosh darn it, what was I thinking? I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see this happening. We are in the middle of a, a climate crisis. Everybody's gonna die. The sea levels are rising. And uh, uh, Barack Obama's bought two beachfront properties, one in Martha's Vineyard and one in Hawaii. And all of the elites live on the coast. And all of the elites want to be as close to the water as possible. Now, if you believed in uh, global warming and the sea levels rising, then you'd think that maybe John Kerry would want to build a house in Des Moines. Because sooner or later, that's going to be beachfront front property, right? Yeah. But no, 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 John Kerry's flying around the world in a private jet while he's asking you to uh, drive around in a little crappy, unsafe uh, electric car that is uh, unaffordable and worthless. Because in most cities in America, your uh, clean burning electric car runs on coal or natural gas, both fossil fuels. So there you go. Here is a report about John Kerry living the high life while he's asking you, well, you are the low life, according to them, to live on less.
4: The nation's climate czar, yeah, we have one, John Kerry, called out for being an energy hypocrite. Federal data now showing Kerry's massive carbon footprint because his family's gas guzzling private
1: jet. You know, they say if you have a big footprint,
4: has racked up 48 trips since President Biden was sworn in. I'm
1: thinking that it's not true in this case.
4: John Kerry's family ride has put out more than 300 metric tons of carbon dioxide. I looked it up at the EPA website. That is equivalent to driving 747,000 miles in a gas fueled vehicle.
1: Now, that's like driving your car to the moon and back and then back to the moon.
4: One more point. You can
1: never find parking there.
4: ...hypocrisy. Right now, the White House is pushing massive spending to kill fossil fuels, making gas scarce.
1: Yeah, and if you don't believe me, uh, just go to uh, Biden climate advisor, Gina McCarthy. Here's what she has to say as you and your family are suffering.
8: He's going to make it clear that just because Congress couldn't get it done, he is going to move forward with every power available to him to make the change and the shift to clean energy.
1: And I'm just going to say right now, uh, you can uh, take your electric vehicles and shove them. And I really mean that. Uh, before I was on the fence, I was kind of like, you know, I might consider going to, uh, you know, uh, an electric vehicle. And now I'm just like, you know what? Um, I'm not going to buy an electric car and I am going to buy an AR. I'm not kidding. I wish I were. Uh, I'm buying an AR because they're trying to make them illegal. And I'm not buying electric car because they're crap. There you go. Oh, my God, he just said that about electric vehicles. He'll never get electric vehicle sponsorship. Well, you know what? Take your electric vehicle sponsorship and shove them. Because most Americans can't get a regular car right now. They can't afford it, and they can't find it. Because the bloody... The, 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 the chain, uh, the, the supply chain... Sorry, my electric brain needs to be recharged. But uh, the, the the whole damn uh, uh, transportation secretary, our transportation secretary, isn't isn't fixing the supply chain problem. Yeah, and it's only going to get worse. I've got some more information on that. They are literally striking, truckers are striking and blocking the ports on the West Coast. Two big ports in L.A., the ones that Joe Biden went to a year ago, said everything was going to be cool. And Pete Buttigieg says everything's going to be cool. Well, apparently, Gavin Newsom wants to uh, make it incredibly difficult for non-union truck drivers to pick up loads from those ports. And then also, he's putting restrictions on the kinds of trucks. You can't have an older truck. You think that your store shelves are kind of empty now? You think your gas prices are high now? This is the plan, kids. This is the plan. Here's, here. this is uh, Connell Harris. She was on some sort of idiotic stage yesterday, like the Essence Foundation or something, whatever. Uh, anyway, she's sitting on stage making jokes about people being so desperate, they're Googling how to make their own gas.
8: Yeah, what we need to do domestically, what we need to do to bring down the cost of gas. Ah! Well, right? <laughs> uh, right? i seen a meme the other day that said me Googling online how to make gas at home. Yes,
1: the vice president of the United States is being interviewed by an idiot.
8: Oh, okay.
3: Oh, don't do that. Don't
1: do that. You know, maybe a few years back, we might have not even considered sitting down with somebody this ignorant.
8: What we need to do domestically, what we need to do to bring down the cost of gas. Uh, Well, right? (laughs) Right? i seen a meme. other day that said me googling online how to make gas. I
1: I saw a meme the other day.
8: at home. Okay. Oh, don't do
3: that. Don't do that.
1: (laughs) 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 I ride in the motorcade of SUVs, you little peons making your own gas. Please don't do that. (laughs) You know, nothing's funny about this. There's not a damn thing funny about this. It's really bad. It really sucks. And the Biden administration's making it suck. And listen to this. House Democrats are blocking a motion to prohibit Joe Biden from selling U.S. oil to China. Uh, China's our enemy. I don't know if you knew that. House Democrats blocked a motion Wednesday that would have prevented President Joe Biden from selling oil drawn from the United States Strategic Oil Reserve to send to China. This is our Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is supposed to be used, by the way, for uh, emergencies, for a national emergency. And they're sending it to China to a company that is uh, CCP-owned and is also a private equity firm, Hunter Biden co-founded. Yeah. 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 Actually, he's got a, a two billion. Uh, he's got a stake in this company. Here is uh, Congressman David Valadeo talking about this bill. They tried to pass, but it didn't pass because Democrats are cool with our strategic petroleum reserve going to our enemy.
9: Uh, this amendment would prohibit the Department of Energy from sending America's strategic petroleum reserves to China. Supporting this language is common sense, especially since uh, we need to focus our increase focus on increasing energy production and not supporting from our adversaries while Americans are still suffering for from- Okay,
1: so um, the uh, while you and I are suffering, while I just read that uh, 72% of us are not even able to make it to the paycheck right now, uh, we sent $50 billion to Ukraine for a war that we have no interest in, uh, and we don't know where the money went. We do know that a lot of the arms that we're sending are being sold on the black market. We do know that the the 80 plus billion dollars worth of arms that we left in Afghanistan are being sold on the black market. We do know that Ukraine is one of the most corrupt governments in the history of the world and we just sent them an ATM card with no limit. And while all of this is happening, we are suffering indignities including our strategic petroleum reserve being sent to our enemies. They're poking the pitbull They want to start a fight. I've got more on this. The Secretary of Transportation and his tone-deaf elitism on the way. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This is a Thursday edition of The Rob Carson Show.
0: Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: This is uh, rather metaphorical for the elite of Washington, D.C., a o c you know, she uh, got uh, hauled off from the uh, Supreme Court. She was sitting down in the middle of the street like a little child uh, not getting a candy bar at the ca- at the uh, the registered grocery store when uh, mom says no, <clears throat> anyway, so she uh, she got arrested there and uh, she was hauled off by police, and she pretended to have uh, handcuffs on and and then, of course, she raised her hand uh, you know, in defiance to the crowd. It's uh, pointless because you know the Roe v. Wade's already rescinded. So the only way you can really do it is I don't know, do like Democrat or like Republicans have done, and uh, and plan, and eventually get Roe v. Wade uh, repealed. Um, and instead, they want to throw a temper tantrum and, and think that's going to actually work. It's not. It's pointless. It's stupid. Now uh, she, of course, had to do a. Are you ready for this? She had to do and pay a fifty dollar fine. And she said, "I'm going to pay it tomorrow, cash, baby." That's what she said. Yeah. So uh, anyway, she also said that um, uh, she uh, actually did have handcuffs on. Uh, in a video posted to the Instagram, uh she addressed reports that she had faked being in handcuffs during arrest. She quoted, this is what her, she said, Republicans' favorite hobby is to make conspiracy theories out of everything to distract you and keep you from talking about what's actually important, which is the fact that they are trying to take away from your right to bodily autonomy. See that didn't make any damn sense. I thought you should know. If I was faking that, okay, the the, the handcuffs. Listen to this. Listen. If I was, fa- I'll talk to her, like her. If I was like faking that, like why would I intentionally fist pump somebody? Well, you were faking like you had handcuffs behind your back, and you fist pumped, and that's how we really discovered that you weren't wearing handcuffs. You know. So uh, this is what she thinks of you. Uh, this is what she thinks of the media. When everybody knows this moron, uh, and I'll just call her a moron, you know, and, uh, I, I'm not afraid to call names. They call me names. I'm a white supremacist. I'm, a, you know, this and I'm that because I'm conservative. Uh, well, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a terrorist. I'm a deplorable. What, who cares? So I can call AOC an idiot because she's an idiot. And then this, and then this. You got uh, Representative Ro Khanna, a Democrat from California. And uh, Ro Khanna says that we still don't have baby formula on our shelves. So the supply chain crisis continues, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Operation Fly formula, you know, that thing that they were all going to save American. They were going to fly in the formula and all that stuff for babies. And Kamala Harris went to, I think, uh, Dulles and was there when a uh, military transport loaded with uh, baby formula from Europe. We had to beg Europe for baby formula, and she was there to get the uh, photo op and all that. Uh, Well, Ro Khanna, a Democrat, said that only produced one week of baby formula. Uh, Khanna also stated that he doesn't understand why we haven't increased purchases of baby formula from Europe. Well, uh, the reason being is you've got people in charge of the country that want to make you suffer. They want to bring down the United States. And they want to cause... Some sort of an uprising they can put down. I really believe this. I'm really starting to believe this a lot for a variety of reasons. One is they can't explain why they're intentionally causing all of the suffering that they're causing. You look at baby, baby formula shortage. You look at making us energy dependent. You look at the dramatic increase in the price of fuel and the price of food and how impossible it will be for farmers to even go to the fields this fall if they did plant crops to harvest them. Because, honestly, they might as well plow them under. But they won't even plow them under because that would require gas. So they'll probably just let them sit there. Operation Fly Formula has only produced a week of baby formula, so we just have to be far more aggressive. And I have said in the mo- in the morning, afternoon, and evening every day, we have to be talking about the economy and driving down food prices, gas prices, and making more things in the U.S. This, according to Rokana. Well, you can say that all you want, but your administration, the one you're behind, is doing none of that. They're just doing lip service. Let's take a break. Uh, we will have the Mayor Pete audio coming up, among other things. The number here is 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. Back in a sec.
6: Uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.
1: I think they're trying to pick a fight with us. Um, they're throwing all these indignities at us. They're telling us that our children need to change their uh, gender when they're uh, prepubescent. They are uh, opening the border. They are driving energy prices and food prices through the ceiling. Uh, that's just a feeling I get. And then the uh, p- ports of California are shut down. Things are only going to get worse. Uh, I've got much more on this. Your phone calls is 800-922-6680. Uh, we're also going to have fun. Hour number two of the Rob Carson Show right after this. Stick around. Hey guys, it's Carson. These trying times have caused Americans to consider a firearm or to add to their collection. Check out European American Armory Corporation. They specialize in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. market since 1990. Whether you're looking for concealed carry or full-sized in three popular calibers, they have them. Now, if you are a first-time gun owner, you might consider the EAA all-in-one 9mm MC9's strike fire pistols that come fully equipped in a sleek, light, and ergonomic package. EEA's lineup also includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense. Plus, there's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA. EAA says skip the big names, get the quality, and the features you deserve, and let them earn your respect. Visit eaacorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer.
0: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show
1: thursday edition of the rob carson show hello the big news the big news of the day actually i got three things they're all health related one joe biden has can't-heimers. he has can't-heimers. yesterday he was in uh, massachusetts where he received a terrible reception and did a press conference con- conference attended by no one in an abandoned uh, some sort of a landfill or something and uh, he told everyone that uh, uh he has cancer because of fossil fuel i guess
4: and guess what the first frost you know what was happening? What? You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window.
1: Oil was falling from the sky. Maybe you shouldn't live next to the oil well. Remember they, they drill the oil well and it, the oil sprays out. Did you, like, live next to one of those oil wells?
4: That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. Right. And why I can't for the longest time.
1: Uh-huh, there you go. So the president said he has cancer yesterday. Uh, last year he said that that caused the asthma that he had. <sighs> Uh, turns out that the president has, uh, you know, one of those legions done. And hey, listen, if you spend any time outside, and uh, probably a caucasoid like me, uh, you're, there's going to be a point in your life where you have things frozen and burned off yourself because of sun exposure, and they're going to, you know, suddenly start growing weird, and you got to go have them looked at, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's precancerous. Although I'm going to say that seeing the pictures of Elon Musk on his boat earlier this week, looking, I mean, like whiter than. Uh, I, I don't even know, whiter than flour uh, and looking a little, uh, you know, kind of flabby. Um, yeah, I don't think he's ever going to get cancer, skin cancer, because I don't think he's ever been in the sun. And also, I really don't think he's ever worked out. That said, what can we take from yesterday's uh, announcement? That the President of the United States, I said he has Alzheimer's. Uh, he also tested positive for COVID. Well, here's what I'm taking from it. You want to write this down, if you're a medical professional. Uh, then uh, particularly if you're a medical professional pediatrician who thinks that children should have their sex changed, then this should be easy to swallow. All right, here we go. So, uh, A, COVID is surely sexually transmitted because Joe Biden didn't have COVID before he went to Saudi Arabia, and he went over there and got screwed by the uh, crown prince, and the American people did too. Hence the sexually transmitted part of this. And then, also, I want to say that Joe Biden's cancer, skin cancer, was not caused by um, uh, oil falling on his car, which is a f- fossil fuel. It was actually caused by the sun, which would mean, and I'm just going to maybe a circuitous route to get here, but uh, this would mean that the President of the United States, uh, is uh, he does have some sort of cancer, or did, and that would mean that solar power causes cancer. <laughs> Yeah. So, COVID is sexually transmitted. Solar power causes
3: cancer. Mayor Pete. Staying home must be so sweet. That's more sound than the CDC. It's been AWOL since back in August that Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete. Neglects his job at transportation. Why is he in? This administration Paid, leave, treat Time to strip him of his seat We're in a crisis He's still loafing this Deadbeat Pete Hey there Pete Hey Pete Your work ethic incomplete Your
9: basic duties Duty. Inflation
3: goes right through the ceiling <laughs> While Pete gets paid It's just like stealing I repeat Ought to put him on the street Supply chain's crashing He does nothing that mayor Mayor Pete Because he's a poser
1: He's an elitist poser. Uh, yeah. Big finish. Jim Gossett, two S's and two T's, jimgossettcomedy.com. California's Port of Oakland shuts for the third day in a row due to trucker protest over law, forcing them to become employees. This also on the, uh, apparently they're going to limit the age of the truck that you could haul stuff in, uh, in uh, California. And now you can't buy new tractor trailers because they're so damned expensive. And, uh, you know, truckers have shut down the Port of Oakland in protest of Assembly Bill 5. Hundreds of uh, picketed gates on Wednesday and blocked drivers from hauling cargo as a result. Pool, port productivity has diminished and container wait lines have risen. Pot officials, <laughs> Port of Oakland, pot officials, uh, warn continued protests will exacerbate supply chain issues. Organizers say uh, protests will continue until Governor Newsom agrees to meet. And he's not going to and things are going to get a lot worse for you and me. Yeah, I'm just saying, just saying, here is uh, Mayor Pete on CNBC's Squawk Box, talking about uh, uh, you know buying electric cars and, and all the pain that they're causing us.
4: House representatives out this week, kind of taking a victory lap, saying prices are down at the pump. That is surely the case, but I, I just wonder.
1: Yeah, the reason why uh, prices are down at the pump mostly is because demand is down, because people can't afford to fill their cars or lawnmowers.
8: Um, How concerned you should be about taking a victory lap yet? Most Wall Street analysts are anticipating that we will see higher energy prices. In fact,
10: oh,
1: yeah, Uh, we already are. Come on.
10: Oil prices back above $100 a barrel at this point. Easily. Anticipating higher prices all the way through the end of the year and beyond. Get to the question. If prices go back up, do you then have to take blame for the higher prices if you take a victory lap now?
9: Well, of course not. Look, no one's out here saying mission accomplished. We just want to make sure that... Oh,
1: well, if your mission is to wreck the country and the economy and destroy people's lives,
9: mission accomplished! It's understood that uh, the measures that the president and the administration have taken to uh, help to... Blah, blah,
6: blah, 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 blah,
9: blah. ...reduce the uh, the price of oil seem to be having an effect. Uh, we all know... Am I in a
1: college class here?
9: ...that uh, no administration, no policymaker, uh, no president... Directly control the lounge meeting. Rolls the price of gas or the price of oil, no, but there have been another measure, uh, a number of measures that we think are helping. We're seeing uh, gas get uh, back below four dollars. No,
1: it's only double the price it was when uh, Donald Trump was the president. All hail the dear leader.
9: In most states, that's encouraging. Uh, I have noticed that the price of oil is falling.
1: So you guys who own tractor trailers, where it went from four hundred dollars to fill your truck to twelve hundred dollars to fill your truck. It's only going to cost you $1,160.
9: More quickly than the price of gas, which uh, we continue to have questions about. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is an encouraging sign among a number of encouraging signs across our supply chain No, no, not, not, no. Mm-mm. and our uh, economic indicators, even if we recognize that we've still got a lot of challenges from shock waves that continue to reverberate out uh, what, what, from what? the colossal effect of the, of the pandemic oh, yeah. uh, to destabilizing events like the unprovoked war against Ukraine Putin. by Russia which yeah. is uh, obviously now several months on the way but still something with yeah, yeah. Pro-
1: nobody nobody believes you nobody nobody believes you and here he is, and this is the fear thing. You know, you've got to be afraid of this. You've got to be afraid of that. You've got to be afraid of COVID. You've got to be afraid of uh, the sea levels rising. You've got to be afraid of this and that. Uh, white people are, are afraid of brown people because, you know, they, that's why they're allowing uh, everybody to stream across the southern border. You know, everything's a fear. Everything's a crisis. There's a climate crisis. There's a COVID crisis. There's a, this crisis. There's a, that crisis. That's how they're able to pass crap like, you know, executive orders that this man does. Here is uh, Pete Edge saying that we are running out of time. Now, realize in 1989, uh, the U.N. said that by 2000, we would be irrevocably past help as far as global warming is concerned. In other words, by the year 2000, it was going to be too late and the world's going to end. That was um, 22 years ago.
9: Well, look, uh, obviously, those those two things are closely related. I mean, it's uh, more than 100 degrees in London today, or at least it was yesterday. That happens in the summer. Uh, We've seen things happen in the Pacific Northwest in the U.S. that are supposed to be basically all but statistically impossible, and they're happening.
1: It's statistically impossible for a major city to get hit by an F5 tornado,
9: but it happens more and more often. But this is what a transition looks like, right? This is exactly the challenge that. Is he talking about transitioning? We're living through. can't flip a switch you can't do it overnight and you mentioned Europe Uh, you know one of the things I saw during a a visit to the Netherlands recently
1: yeah where the farmers are out in the thousands with their tractors trying to shut things down because they're being driven out of business half of the farms driven out of business Uh, they've been told that they have to cut their cattle herds in half because of cow farts
9: yeah Uh, is how even in that extremely forward-leaning and green country
1: which is going to hell in a handbasket
9: uh, if you go to their their port uh, you, you see windmills, you see a lot of clean energy infrastructure. You also see miles and miles of petroleum-related infrastructure. Because-
1: yeah, and they're all empty right now. Uh, one more. This is Thomas Massey, Representative Republican, questioning Pete Edge Edge about uh, the power it takes to run one electric car. Now, they want you to buy a $60,000 electric car. And uh, what happens when you try to plug in that car at your house? Well, a couple things. First of all, if you go to the quick trip or whatever that's near you um, to, to take care of all of the cars that are at the convenience store, you'd need about 10 acres because it takes about an hour to, to charge your car and, and that you need to sit in a stationary position to do that. There's that. And then there's what happens when you come
5: home to plug your car into your house. The average uh, household uses 17% of their electricity for air conditioning. And um, that would mean the average household uses 1,870 kilowatt hours per year for air conditioning. If that average household plugged in electric cars... Do you know how much? Oh, it's got to be like the, what, the, the amount of power needed for a blow dryer, right? Much more electricity they would use in comparison to the air conditioning that air conditions their whole house. Oh, well, no, but again, I would
9: emphasize it. Will
5: well, let be me, help less you. let me help you overall. with that. He today. didn't know the statistic. First, before we go on, because the numbers are important, it would take four times as much electricity to charge the average household's cars as the average household uses on air conditioning.
1: Yes, but we have a solution. Live in your car, do you think that could
5: be so if we reach the goal by people 20, in California are doing it left and right twenty thirty that Biden has of a fifty percent adoption instead of a hundred percent adoption, that means the average household would use twice as much electricity charging one of their cars as they would use for all of the air conditioning that they use for the entire year. <laughs> wow.
1: Honestly, I, just, I, 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 uh, I would say I have no words, but you know better than that. Uh, we're going to move on to uh, what they're trying to do on, uh, on, uh, in the Capitol. They're trying to get rid of assault weapons. They call them assault weapons. You know, your AR, there's like 24 million of them of the country. They don't, don't want to just ban them, you know, buying them. They want to actually ban them, owning, make owning them illegal. I wish I were kidding, but I'm not. we got that coming up. Also, Roy, you hold on. You'll be our first caller up next if you'd like to uh, chime in. 800-922-6680. Also, by the way, half of Americans expect a uh, U.S. second civil war within years. There's that thrown in the mix, too. Yeah. Stick around. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
6: If the
0: mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth.
2: The important is you said the truth.
0: It's the Rob Carson Show. So, if
1: fossil fuels cause climate change, then solar power causes skin cancer. There you go and actually there's no doubt about that there's there's much more evidence that uh, solar power causes cancer <laughs> than fossil fuels causes uh, irreparable climate change <laughs> so anyway <laughs> oh i saw this uh, i was watching uh, the news last night and there's a uh, there's a report that uh, hunter biden could be charged with uh, by the justice department for tax violations and lying to law enforcement about illegally purchasing a firearm This is from Breitbart. Trump-appointed U.S. Prosecutor David Weiss is deliberating whether uh, to charge Hunter Biden for making a false statement in connection with Biden's purchase of a firearm at a time he couldn't because he was on crack. Uh, He may have lied on the paperwork he submitted when purchasing a handgun in 2018 and posing naked with it, not disclosing his drug addictions. Hunter's sister-in-law with whom he had an affair. What a wonderful family. I want to see Thanksgiving in that place. My God in heaven. Reportedly took his gan- gun and disposed of it. Hunter's text message. Well, that's illegal, too, by the way. Threw in a garbage can behind a school, I think. Uh, anyway, uh, Hunter's uh, text message revealed the, uh, the Secret Service, the FBI, and the state and local law enforcement likely became involved, but without consequences for the president's son. We have a two-tiered justice system seat, and you're on the lower end of it um let's see uh the biden family also they'd be focusing on biden's family's foreign uh, business schemes while joe biden was president how do you afford three houses worth around 10 million dollars on one hundred seventy thousand dollars a year during those years hunter routinely met with joe biden about 30 times at the white house or the vice president's residence at the naval observatory weiss is studying whether hunter and associates violated money laundering Campaign finance tax and foreign lobbying laws, as well as whether Hunter broke uh, Hunter Biden broke federal firearm and other regulations. Here is my um, here is my uh, theory theory. The Democrat Party r- is going to really want to get rid of Joe Biden. They already do really want to get rid of Joe Biden. It's just a matter of how they do it without having him. Someone say uh, Joe Biden is stepping down because he is not mentally fit for the job. So they're going to do something to get him out of the office. And they're going to do something, I don't know how, to replace Kamala Harris. All right? So if, in fact, Hunter Biden is arrested and tried and convicted, there's a lot of evidence that's going to come out connecting Joe Biden to this. And there, I believe, if they go, I would say absolutely, if they indict and try Hunter Biden, Joe Biden will be dragged into this. And there will be a point that he will have to step to the microphone and say, as so many do, my presence here is a a distraction to the good work that they're trying to do in the country. And so I am stepping down uh, as my son goes through this experience, which I am not involved in, but I feel it would be better for the country for me to step aside as my presence here is a distraction. That's what I think. That's just kind of the gut, because they want to get rid of them. I mean, when Dana Carvey does a monologue making fun of Joe Biden, and he's a Biden sycophant, I'm not saying that. It's kind of metaphorical, I would say. You know, I'm just saying. Let's go to uh, Roy in Dundalk, Maryland. Hello there, Roy, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on?
7: Hey Rob, you're funny as crap, man. I like to take you out for like a happy meal or something one day. You're funny as crap. We should,
1: we should, when I come, when I come to uh, Balmer, we'll we'll definitely go. Uh, we'll go get a happy meal.
7: Yeah, that'd be cool, man. <laughs> hey, you right. you seem to forget that Biden was not the son when that little creepy, that little creep had them girls throw up his legs at the at the pool that time. His hair was standing uh-huh. up his legs. So,
1: yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, you know, I'm the I'm wondering if corn pop was con- complicit in his uh, cancer diagnosis. What do you think, there, Roy?
7: Hey, I just got a question for you before I go. What? What? Would you let Biden babysit
1: your kids? Oh, hell no. Okay, thank and you. I, you bet. You I, I wouldn't let any damn Biden. I wouldn't let any Biden babysit my kids. I, I wish I... No, I, I'm saying that a lot. I wish I were kidding. Honestly, that's that should be the headline for every newscast in America. I wish I were kidding.
7: You know? Yeah, really.
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't want Jill Biden teaching my kids because she might, you know, convince one of them they need to change
7: their gender. I don't want my grandkids uh, th- rubbing anybody's legs. That's for damn sure.
1: Damn hey, sure, man, right? Cool, All bro.
7: right. Hope, s- hope we get to meet you soon.
1: All right, bro. We will uh, work on getting another, doing another. Um a uh, wonderful appearance like we did the last time it was wonderful half of americans expect a second us civil war within years more than 40% agree with great replacement theory and nearly a fifth expect they will choose to bring a gun to a violent political row this is according to the uk daily mail this is a slanted story uh there is no the great replacement theory is is actually uh not a theory and it's not racist it is something that the democrat party have attempted to do and it's not about replacing it's about upsetting the socioeconomic balance of the country. Okay, so this is true. It's not a theory. It's not anything racist. It's the Democrat Party wants to bring people across the border and create a dependent class that will vote Democrat. That is not a, uh, I've been saying that for years. It has never been called a great replacement theory until this year when uh, people started actually saying, huh, maybe this is what the Democrats are trying to do. But to shut you up, they're going to call you racist for believing it. Okay? So it's not about hating brown people. It's about the Democrats bringing in the poorest, the, most, the least educated into our country when wages are depressed and having them be dependent on the government and having them slavishly vote for Democrats. Here's the thing. It's not going to be a 50-50 split on a civil war. It'll be 90% against the 5% of radicals who are driving all this nonsense. That's the positive. I've got more on this coming up in your phone calls as well. This is The Rob Carson Show. <laughs> I just got a uh, an email from uh, Judy... Uh, <clears throat> Judy is a uh, oddly enough a big fan of the show, and she's also a uh, a teacher at my niece's school in Logan, Iowa, um, Logan, Southwest Iowa. And she sent me a picture of a uh, gas sign from April nineteenth of twenty twenty from Woodbine Iowa which is uh, to the uh, south and uh, west in Iowa uh, and it was uh, it, it's a Cenex gas um, uh, and it said a uh, super unleaded is a uh, dollar29 and diesel was 229 this is a this is right there on the interstate right there on 29 I guess uh, yeah uh, 129 on April 19th of 2020 and then she sent me another picture of the of another gas station in Missouri Valley Iowa which is where my uh, my brother lived and passed away. Um, and uh, much of my family lives, uh, it is now four twenty nine, So that is a $3 uh, price increase, which is well over, well over uh, 100% of the uh, asking price when the Trump administration was uh, in power. And this may come as a surprise to you if you live in California, if you live in wherever. Uh, even here, where I live now in, uh, in the Kansas side of Kansas City, uh, gas, the last time that Joe Biden, or the last time that Donald Trump was president, I remember filling up for $1.87. eighty seven. So back in 2020, $1.87. And it's it's cheaper to buy gas here for a number of reasons. We won't get into right now. Um, But uh, generally, even Missouri is even cheaper. Missouri has lower taxes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Booze and gas. And cigarettes are really cheap in in, uh, Missouri, which is amazing to me that uh, Hunter Biden doesn't live there because that's all he really needs is something to, uh, you know, a gas uh, to inhale, uh, booze to drink, and, uh, you know, prostitutes. I don't know if there are a lot of prostitutes in Iowa. I never went down that road. But anyway, that's uh, that's from my friend Judy who sent that 429 regular diesels in the fives. And in Missouri Valley, Iowa, uh, right there along I-80, you need diesel for two things. Uh, tractor trailers, which haul your groceries and everything, and uh, tractors that uh, plant everything and harvest everything. So half of Americans expect to see a, uh, a civil war within years. More than 40% agree with the Great Replacement Theory. I've already debunked that. It's nonsense. More than 40% favor a strong leader over democracy and here to uh, immigrant takeover belief. 40% favor a strong leader, Donald Trump, over democracy and adhere to, uh, over-democracy, uh, to immigrant uh, takeover belief That's nonsense. Uh, California University researchers say results exceeded our worst expectations. That's what they're saying. This, again, this is a left-leaning um, survey, all right? So uh, Garen Wintermoot, a university public health expert, warns of growing gun ownership rates and led this and led the study, says his findings were pretty grim, exceeded our worst expectations. So they're going to try and say that because people are pissed off at the uh, at the um, uh, state of the country and where we're going, that they're going to get guns and they're going to kill everybody. And that's nonsense. Uh, people only use guns. They buy guns generally for defensive purposes. The reason why gun uh, guns are going up, uh, gun sales are going up, because people are afraid for the future of the country, uh, and they want to defend themselves as we see crime rates that are at an all-time high in the country. Nationwide homicide rates skyrockets to 25-year high as murder clearance rates drop below 50%. Meaning in cities like Chicago, if you have a relative who is murdered by someone else, you can essentially do a coin flip to decide whether or not your family will be uh, satisfied knowing that the person who committed the murder is behind bars. So um, back to this study. It says the uh, the study was to wake up uh, people to recognize the threat. And this, of course, as they're saying is... um, Uh, Gun uh, ownership, Uh, a similar study by Tolchin Research and the Sovereign Poverty Law Center found that 44 percent of Americans said the U.S. was headed toward another civil war. Now, what they're going to try and do is what they're doing with uh, the Trump supporters and and uh, January 6th protesters who didn't have guns, by the way. They're trying to make it seem like we're going to commit some, si- or some sort of an, ex- uh, an uprising and we need to disarm these people. We need to shut them down. That's what they're going toward. But honestly, when you look at statistics, 80 to 85 percent of the American people feel the country is going in the wrong way. 75 percent of us are not even making it paycheck to paycheck. We don't have the money we need to keep up with our bills and our groceries, all right? About 65% say that they don't want sexuality and gender taught to children under the age of nine. Uh, A a great number of the American people feel that the border is being overrun, and they don't like it. So these all add up to me, to me personally, meaning that 80% of us or so are on the right page or on the same page with regard to the direction of the country. Now, there are some things that I don't believe would require uh, a split of the country, all right? For instance, Roe v. Wade. What, you're kidding? No, I'm not. Because they've got a solution for it. They they left it up to the states. So if you want an abortion, there are some states that say, come on in and get an abortion. And all this catarolling in D.C. and AOC being hauled off in invisible handcuffs. None of that means D word for Richard. Because the left is trying to stir up a summer of rage and their uh, matches are wet. They've literally gone after like 40 churches and uh, crisis pregnancy centers. And their matches are wet. So we can actually get past that. But we can't get past not being able to live and not be able to afford to live and not being able to assure the sovereignty and safety of our citizens, whether it be uh, from an illegal invasion of the country or the fact that the homicide rate is the highest it's ever been. And so if you're thinking there might be some sort of a separation here, yeah, there's going to be. And that is going to be that of the 20 or 15% of people who feel the United States is going in the right track, 10% of them are completely uninvolved and have no clue, and about 6% are the radicals driving all of this nonsense. All of this nonsense. So if there's going to be some sort of a, a war, it will be against those 6 or 10% of radical leftists who are the progeny of the class of 1968. And we can kick their asses. And we can do that by saying, no, we're not going to do it. And that's what we're doing. And maybe this... There is, there is, believe it or not, I know this, liberals and conservatives, and I'm talking about traditional liberals, there is common ground. There is a way we can get through this. The state solution, certainly. But there are some things... That none of us can handle. And one of them is being able to live, to being able to feed yourself, to being able to close yourself, to be able to send your kid to a school and have them educated and not indoctrinated. Those are the things we can agree on. And only about 10% of radical leftists want that. The rest of us don't. So this talk of a civil war, I think, is nonsense. But there will be a day of reckoning for the left there will be a day of reckoning earlier today I mentioned a couple of things that are on my uh, financial plan one of them is not buying an electric car there's no point where I live in owning an electric car all it is is posing all it is is virtue signaling and if you think you're somehow superior because you're buying a crappy Nissan Leaf and they are crappy uh, or a Tesla, which nobody can afford. In the Kansas City area where I live and in hundreds of municipalities around the country, your Tesla, your electric vehicle with the coexist bumper sticker spelled and religious symbols on the back bumper, it's being charged with fossil fuel. It's being charged with coal and natural gas. And that's the only way it can get charged from now until probably the time you buy another car, maybe another twenty years, maybe more than that. So, buying your electric car and driving it around, and by the way, even in like places like Los Angeles and even in places like uh, you know uh, Sacramento, uh, the power is going to be coming from eh, natural gas, some solar, very little, but mostly fossil fuel. Mostly fossil fuel. Yeah. Nationwide. Homicide rate up 35% now sits at 6.1 per 100,000 people. In raw numbers, the historic increase was uh, from 14,392 to 19,350 in just one year. Most recent data from the Federal Bureau of Investigation shows that the murder clearance rate, the number of cases solved each year, absolutely cratered in 2020, failing to its, uh, falling to its lowest point in over 50 years. My cousin Jeff was killed years ago in Omaha, Nebraska. He was driving a cab. And apparently somebody in the cab may have had uh, some sort of a drug issue. Maybe it was a robbery. But they just put a bullet in the back of his head and they've never found him. And his mom and dad went to the grave without ever knowing it. Well, now in places like Chicago, there's a 50-50 chance that you can get away with murder. And if somebody in your family is murdered, you're never going to know who did it. I think that about 90% of Americans can agree on that, right? That we need to find that and we need to stop this, right? Right? But that doesn't mean that the, uh, the left in this country isn't going to try to disarm us. And right now, they're going after the AR-15, which is a weapon of war. They're calling it a weapon of war. Assault rifles are a weapon of war. Well, the Founding Fathers created the Second Amendment so that every American could have a weapon of war. The, uh, the United States was not trying to uh, separate itself from the rule by turkeys or deer. The United States separated itself from a totalitarian regime. And the way we did it is we used weapons of war. And the Second Amendment guaranteed that our citizenry could take up arms against our government should they decide to turn against us or a foreign government attempting to invade us and take over us like China's doing right now. But the Democrat Party is doing two things. They want to kick people out of the military who are not woke or vaccinated. I'm not kidding. Recruiting in our military is down dramatically. Our military is being uh, drained of its uh, members. And the people who most generally would agree with conservatives or patriotism who would say no to a vaccine, they want them out of the military. And to combine that with one of the stupid ads they've been running for recruitment that feature, you know, the uh, the moms, the two moms and the recruit, and she's, you know, woke and everything. So boot the real fighting force out of the fighting force, then take away the weapons that could defend Americans. It's kind of a one-two punch here. I believe it. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not Alex Jones. I make fun of Alex Jones. I usually don't like to because some of his nutbag listeners start sending me emails. But there's a lot of things that are are at work here that are destabilizing our country. And that is without a doubt. Coming up, I'm going to share an exchange yesterday on Capitol Hill with regard to the uh, AR-15 and other what the country, uh, what what, what the media calls uh, assault weapons and what they want to do with them. And uh, Jerry Nadler, who is a Batman villain, they call him the Nadler, he is uh, leading the discussion. I will share this with you on the other side of this break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
0: Opinions are easy. Entertaining? Not so much. It's The Rob Carson Show
1: two biggest reasons why the united states has become the biggest engine of economic and individual freedom in the history of mankind and without the united states we would still be uh, pooping in a shed outside of our house there would be uh, no uh, airplanes uh, and you'd probably still be burning coal in your uh, stove among other things um but to the two things are the first amendment which guarantee the right to uh, express yourself at a and assemble uh, and worship, and the Second Amendment, which is to protect yourself against uh, a, an odious government or uh, you know foreign invaders. Those are the two things that have uh, caused America, and among other things, but these are this the principal things that really kind of juiced. Kind of a jump started uh, what America became, and the uh, the left of this country wants to get rid of the Second Amendment. And they did their level best to get rid of the First Amendment too. Don't get me wrong; uh, they told us we couldn't say that the COVID uh, you know treatments uh, we couldn't talk about possible COVID treatments other than the vaccine. They told us we couldn't talk about twenty twenty. They told us we couldn't talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. They told us that uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, colluded with Russia. All of these things they they crushed the First Amendment for a while. Using uh, big social media and the mainstream media, okay, and uh, then they started going after the Second Amendment. And they've been doing that for years, and they just passed comprehensive gun safety in both houses of Congress just a couple weeks ago. That's not enough though, because uh, Jerry Nadler and the left they want to get rid of what they call uh, assault weapons, and these are the most effective weapons when defending against a government that is odious. And is ruling against the will of the people. So here's uh, the exchange yesterday: Jerry Nadler and North Carolina's Dan Bishop. I'll speak on the
11: amendment. He's recognized.
2: I would like to yield to anyone on the other side who would dispute that this bill bans weapons that are in common use in the United States today. Would anyone on the other <laughs> side dispute that this bill would ban? weapons that are in common use in the United States today? Would the mm-hmm. gentleman yield? I would, to, 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 for an answer to that question.
1: Yeah. All right, here's where he actually says the quiet part out loud. That's the point
9: of the bill.
2: There you go. So, you so you? mean you, So to clarify, Mr. Chairman, you're saying it is the point of the bill to ban weapons that are in common use in the United States today?
9: Yes, the problem I,
2: is the gentleman will yield.
1: Okay, there you go. So, he says that if you are one of the 20 billion people who own AR-15s in our country... They're going to try to make them illegal, all right? They're going to try to make what you own illegal. What else is in common use as a weapon in this country? Well, pretty much every handgun and rifle that we have. Here's some more of this exchange. I wonder whether the chairman knows. I think the
2: chairman does know that there are more than 20 million AR-15s
1: in the United States. That's in common use. And, well, in well, fact, it, the chairman, of course... Again, I'm going to tell you, my, uh, my financial future means that I'm going to not buy an electric car, and I'm in the uh, process of buying an AR-15. I'm not kidding. ...knows that because the chairman readily conceded.
2: In fact, the chairman said it is the purpose of the majority's bill to ban weapons that are in common use in the United States that flies in the face. That is an absolute confrontation with the United States Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has declared that is what the, Supreme, the Second Amendment protects. For the purpose of self-defense, is the use of weapons in common use in the United States. The other question that I have, and I hope to get into this at some further length, is Democrats engage in such unbelievable accusation about Republicans in connection with this issue. But the question is, why are you content to pass
1: measures that do not work? Because it's not about it working they're all meant to take away your individual liberty. That's what they're all about. No gun uh, control legislation that Democrats have ever passed, including the assault rifle ban, which was passed in 1994, which did D word for Richard with regard to murders, death and gun violence in this country. It's about posing and it's about taking away your freedom. If you are horrified by the circumstances that you describe, why are you prepared
2: to pass a bill, which will affect at most 250 or so of the killings a year that are of which a hundred thousand or more by guns? Why is that?
1: It is because you were. Yeah, I just told you. I just told you. That's the plan, Stan. But uh, 20 million of us have them. That's your problem. And 20 million people ain't gonna give them up. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. All right, so coming up next hour, we're going to talk to author Jerome Corsi, who's uh, written an incredible book about uh, the global warming, uh, climate change... Scam. It's called The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, and Climate Change, Exposing Climate Lies in an Age of Disinformation. He's going to join us at the bottom of next hour. More on the uh, Democrats trying to take away your Second Amendment rights. And also, uh, the FBI is going after people to find out who's concealing and who's carrying. And some sheriffs are saying, uh, no, I don't think so. Last hour of the show, right ahead. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Have you guys signed up for Stamps.com yet? Well, time is money, and you don't want to waste uh, time or money with repeated trips to the post office. Stamps.com, you could skip the trip, focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right now from your computer, saves you money on the process. So you spend less time at the post office and more time making uh, your customers happy. Stamps.com gives you access to all post office and UPS shipping services you might need from your computer. And to get discounts you won't find anywhere else. All you need is a computer, standard printer, no special supplies, or equipment. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code NEWSMAX at Stamps.com for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code NEWSMAX for Stamps.com.
0: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Hour number three of the Rob Carson Show. At the bottom of the hour, Jerome Corsi is going to talk to us about uh, the uh, climate change nonsense, the truth about uh, energy, global warming, climate change, exposing lies in an age of disinformation. So he'll join us at the bottom of the hour. And uh, we've got a lot of stuff to get to before we get to that. Um, but did you realize? Did you realize that uh, tonight the January sixth hearing returns to television, and thus far it's been a uh, well, how do I say this uh, gingerly? A fart in the wind is what I'm thinking that it was. Unless you're a hardcore Democrat supporter of uh, MSNBC and a lunatic fringer, uh, you haven't been paying attention to it all because it's uh, it's nonsense. Uh, but it is back. It is a big show. And if, if you, are, for instance, are a uh, Generation Xer like me or a, or a boomer, uh, you chances are you remember Bugs Buddy cartoons. The greatest things in the world, just the greatest things in the world Bugs Bunny and Tech Savory cartoons. Uh, they were created by uh, the greatest generation. They came back from war. They built the intert- interstate highway system and they built dams and they built all this and they won the war. And then they also did the greatest cartoons ever in the history of mankind, of course, including uh, Bugs Bunny. And so we put together this with uh, Jim Gossett, actually put this together uh, with regard to uh, the January 6th hearing returning to TV tonight.
3: But you hit the lights, another sham hearing tonight. Liz Cheney is rehearsing her tales, her tales almost always fail. I don't want to think about her tale. They continue, don't know why, Cassidy, Cassidy oh. caught in a lie. Her story was debunked, America, you're getting caught. Me <laughs> nee, talk about going down the rabbit hole, Doc. Benny Thompson, <laughs> what a shoe. Kenzinger, we've had our fill. Adam Schiff is another train wreck. Trump calls in pencil neck. No one's watching, no one cares. It's a sad state of affairs. The truth they like to bear. Finish. On with the show that won't end. <laughs> It's fantastic.
1: Sometimes, I'm just going to be up front here. Sometimes Jim Gossett comes up with stuff so fast, I don't have a chance to screen it. He sent that to me the first hour of the show. And so I'll listen to it, and then I know it's going to be good, and I'm usually in the fog of uh, you know show prep, so I'll just load it, ever ready to go. And it never disappoints. Never disappoints. We will play that again before the end of the show. And if you want to hear that, And the other things on the show, like the great interviews that we have, the comedy, the commentary, whatever, the entire show is uh, the podcast. It's called The Rob Carson Show Podcast. We do the whole show. So uh, there you go. Uh, All of that is uh, available. Just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast for all that. Now, I mentioned Jerry Nadler said the quiet part out loud. He wants to get rid of uh, AR-15s, and he also wants to get rid of uh, what they call common-use weapons. Now, this basically means uh, everything but uh, flintcock rifles uh, or flintlock rifles slip there. <laughs> anyway. So that's their, uh, that's their move. And, and it's, it's a, a fatal move on the Democrats' part because um, it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, and if it does, there are 20 million people who own AR rifles. And uh, they're not about to, uh, to abide by a government that says they're suddenly illegal. I'm just going to say that right now. It's not about banning the sales. They want to make them illegal. That's the, the end game here. And then there's some other chicanery going on. Did you know that? For instance, the uh, the uh, FBI is going to local sheriff's departments and saying that they need all the information on people who have concealed carry permits. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Now here's a report. This is out of Central Missouri. Uh, Missouri Attorney, Eric, uh, Attorney General Eric Schmidt uh, sent a letter to the FBI, Christopher Re- uh, Ray, criticizing the decision. Says the FBI has absolutely no business poking around in the private information of those who have obtained a concealed carry permit. All right, this is an infringement on the Second Amendment. Here's the report.
8: Now, Lucas, Brian Lear, who works for Boone County Sheriff's Office, tells me that the FBI does come in to collect information annually, but they've never asked for a CCW report or audit, at least not at its department. A letter... A le- I
1: tell the FBI to suck it.
8: ...from the FBI is creating some concerns at local sheriff offices here in Missouri. The letter states that missouri county sheriff's office will need to hand over concealed carry permit holder records to the fbi but brian lear who works at the boone county sheriff's office says it's never been asked to do this we have
10: no intention of, of a, rel- I
5: had
1: a whole lot of stuff that's never happened before but it's happening right now because of this uh, person in the white house and uh, the people who are guiding him
10: placing concealed carry weapon permits to anyone or Uh, For that matter, we don't even know anybody that's uh, wanting that information.
8: Lear does say he'll be expecting a visit from the FBI in August, but not for the purpose of obtaining CCW records.
10: They come in and they check our our processes that we have in place, specifically toward our computers, our internet, our transactions over uh, online services, just to make sure that all the information is protected.
8: And while Boone County hasn't received notice from the FBI, Several Missouri sheriff offices say even if they did, they would refuse to submit these documents.
1: Well, and you should. And you should. And, you know, I have said the last, uh, oh, I don't know, year or so that the, the Democrat Party has never been a party for good. It never has been uh, a force for good in the country, ever. It started off with being the defenders of slavery, the Confederacy, Jim Crow, They, uh, literally, uh, women's suffrage uh, happened 20 years after it should have because Democrats, among other things. Well, now I'm beginning to say the same thing about the FBI, Uh, particularly because of its leadership, also the DHS, also the, uh, uh, what else, the uh, IRS, the CDC, HHS, all of them, all of them. But I'm really beginning to doubt that the FBI is a force for good or, or real justice and investigation of the country. I'd like to say otherwise. I hope I have an FBI agent or two listening going, oh, no, 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 it's not. Because down here, we, we are tired of this too. But I'm never hearing that. I'm never hearing that. I'm never hearing about agents turning in their badges saying, I can't do this. I cannot go after uh, parents who oppose CRT at schools. I can't, I can't do it. I'm turning in my badge. Never heard that. I don't know, guys. I don't know. And then, And then on top of everything else, and I keep talking about all these indignities that are being suffered upon us. The latest is the, the border. In the southern border, we are seeing the largest influx of illegals in the history of the world coming into our country to upset the balance of power, to create chaos. It's not them. It's the people in charge. Crime is through the ceiling. Uh, right now, in places like uh, uh, D.C. and New York City, their homeless shelters are overrun with illegals. Well, too bad, so sad for you. Because the rest of the country has been suffering because of these policies for a long time. I'll get to audio from the mayors of both of those cities. But here is a, a, the, a HHS, the DHA Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, who is worthless, as my dad, dad used to say. This is an Iowa expression. Worthless as teats on a boar. Um, although uh, I believe in uh, in uh, what was it uh, meet the parents uh, I I believe that uh, Ben uh, Stiller said that you could actually uh, milk anything but anyway here is uh, DHS secretary Alejandro Mayorkas despite all of the facts that we know with the uh, border being overrun he still has the cojones to say that the border is secure
11: is the border safe now I was watching a news
1: channel
6: and they were talking about an invasion was happening, and I got a little concerned. Look. <laughs>
3: um, the border, the border is secure. The border, uh, we are working to make the border more secure. That has been a historic challenge.
1: You are a liar. I said yesterday on social media, without censorship, and I usually am very careful about putting little asterisks uh, you know, between the uh, whatever word I decided to use, but yesterday, my social media headline on this story was, "You sir are a lying son of a b-word."
6: I know, and they were talking about an invasion was happening, and I got a little concerned. Look,
1: and the world knows you are.
6: Um, the border, the border
3: is secure. The border, um, we are working to make the border more secure. That has been a historic challenge.
1: All right, you heard the expression, lather, rinse and repeat. When Republicans take over both houses, and that has to happen, uh, indict, arrest, impeach, repeat. Indict, arrest, uh, uh, impeach, repeat. Indict, arrest, impeach, repeat. Starting with Joe Biden this guy number two and then we just take it from there indict arrest impeach repeat oh remove you might want to put remove after the impeach so indict arrest impeach remove repeat how's that sound sound good i think it sounds good but uh, Eric Adams who's the one of the dumbest people in a mayor office in America I mean you'd like to think that he's kind of a new deal a new a new uh, leader for uh, the city of New York um, uh, you know I- as much as uh, the previous mayor uh, was a complete communist uh, wasn't a moron like this man here's Eric Adams he's all upset because all of these illegals are going to New York and by the way he's blaming Arizona and Texas for busing them into New York problem is Arizona and Texas aren't doing that. They're only doing that to Washington, D.C. So basically, New York City is experiencing now what hundreds of municipalities around the country have been experiencing for the last two years.
11: This is a real burden on New Yorkers as we're trying to do the right thing. Uh, We already, as I stated, we already have an over- Tough bleep, said the kitty. Burden shelter system. So now we're talking about, as you stated, food, clothing, school. This is going to impact our... Do you realize
1: what impact it has on your child's school when you've got uh, half or more of the students can only speak their foreign language? And I'm not just talking Spanish. I'm talking about Russian. I'm talking about whatever language. You know what that does to schools? Well, my daughter, when we moved from Maryland, and the school that she was at, which is about 90% uh, non-English-speaking parents came to ta- to uh, to Kansas, where everybody has to speak English. Uh, my daughter was in fifth grade. She was reading at a second and third grade level, and she was doing math at a second and third grade level. That's what it does. That's what it's all about.
11: Uh, our schools, because we do not turn away individuals because they're undocumented. Uh, translation services, there's just a whole host. It slows down everybody when the teacher has to slow
1: down class for those who don't speak English. English. I heard Tucker Carlson talking about these together, and I says, what are the two things that, that unite us as a country? There are two things that if you don't have, country's gonna fall. I mean, other than, you know, military, you know, I'm talking about language and citizenship, language and citizenship, otherwise we are a bunch of disparate groups, that's it. And the country will fall.
11: The things that this is going to produce, and that's why we need, we need help. And getting this done. You know what? Uh, yeah, suck it. And then we need to write coordination to make it happen. Yeah,
1: you gonna know, raise your own taxes. Do whatever you got to do. Deal with your own crisis, because we're dealing with the rest of it, too. Except for you're in ignoramus. We've got uh, the uh, mayor of, uh, of uh, D.C. coming up next. want to share audio from her. And then also, oh, oh, Miriam Webster is redefining the word female. Yeah, that's how, uh, that's how stupid things have gotten. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
0: expression great to follow rob carson on social media go to truth social getter facebook and twitter at rob carson show
1: you know how i know that uh democrats in uh leadership in america are evil you're thinking that's extreme no uh oh no no i'm i'm 100 serious 100 serious House Democrats on Tuesday blocked a Republican resolution that would have condemned the violence seen by radical pro-abortion activists at churches and pro-life centers in recent months. Churches and pregnancy centers saw an onslaught of attacks from radical pro-abortion activists, for example. An individual reportedly lit and threw a Molotov cocktail into a Wisconsin Family Action Center. Further, the uh, radical pro-abortion group Jane's uh, Revenge admitted to uh, vandalizing and threatening four churches in Washington, D.C., there have been reported more than 50 instances of arson or vandalism in such locations after the court's decision was finalized and more than 100 since the opinion has leaked. Uh, Mike Johnson of Louisiana introduced uh, House 12, Resolution 1233, which was issued a widespread condemnation of the violence, vandalism, and threats that pro-abortion radicals have engaged in. Oh, also, the, uh, uh, Liz Warren did not comment on Supreme Court justices being harassed in their neighborhoods and threatened. There's that too. Oh, 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 and then this, listen to this, listen to this. Hold on, it gets better, it gets better. Mission good governor Gretchen Whitmer used her line veto power Wednesday to eliminate state support for adoption agencies, pregnancy facilities, and maternity homes. (laughs) She line itemed it. $76 $76 billion state budget. Whitmer canceled $2 million adoption tax credit, $10 million to promote adoption as an alternative to abortion, $3 million for Maternal Navigator Pilot Program, and 700000 for the Real Alternatives Pregnancy Program, which promotes childbirth, alternatives to abortion, and grief counseling. Evil. Oh, this is good too. This is um, from uh, Representative Kathleen Rice. She's suggesting that uh, we need to stop using abortion because the word abortion because it's been weaponized. Yeah. New York uh, Congresswoman uh, Kathleen Rice complained of uh, constantly hearing the term abortion being used as a negative when referencing the killing of a fetus, also known as feticide. We can go there. You want to call it feticide? All I hear is a bunch of conversations where the word abortion, 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 it's like Russia, Russia, Russia is meant as a negative term. We could now have a robust conversation about the issue. I would suggest that you stop throwing around the word abortion because you think it's one that is going to raise the emotions about having a responsible conversation. No, no, no. Actually, it's not really about the word abortion. It's about uh, jamming a fetus full of saline solution or shredding with a food processor in the womb. Yeah, or, or having them be bored and then just snipping their spines. Would you rather? We could go there. If you'd rather go there, I'd rather go there, actually. Uh, usually that kind of uh, language will get you kept off social media because it's true. Hmm. Enough fentanyl to kill 140 million people was seized on the southern border in the month of June alone. Federal... A Federation for American Immigration Reform has said this. Now, I want you to think about this, because this is murder. This is not an accident. This is murder. Really? Oh, yes. Much of the fentanyl that is coming across the border is being disguised as common medications, including medications for ADHD and ADD. And many young people are dying because of this. I saw a story a week ago. A guy, he was a football player, 22 years old in college. Uh, he was in pain because of an injury. He uh, didn't have any, uh, well, he was looking for a Xanax, I believe, and mom was out of Xanax. And so he went online and he got Xanax, and he got just a Xanax. He was going to buy from someone that was a, a Xanax. And, and he said to his dad, his dad said, what are you doing tonight? Well, I'm just going to hang out and watch video and play video games. Okay, cool, that's fine. And dad found him. In the middle of the night, on the couch, chin on his chest, game troller still in his hands, dead of fentanyl poisoning. He didn't take the Xanax because he thought it was fentanyl. He was murdered. And this was happening dozens, if not hundreds, of times. And the day we looked past this, as a drug overdose, with all of the negatives associated with that, which is the ultimate indignity to take someone's life away at their death and say they died of a drug overdose, when really all they wanted to do was take a medication for ADD, ADHD, stress, pain, disguised as fentanyl that came across the border from China. That's murder, that's murder. The more research I do on it, the more I know that this is deliberate. When you disguise an illegal, deadly drug hundreds of times more powerful than heroin as a prescription med, then sell it to kids online saying it's a prescription med. That's murder. All right. So uh, that'll get social media stirring, and it should. Please share the podcast with others. It's important. On the way, Jerome Corsi is going to be talking about the truth about energy, global warming, and climate change. In other words, you're being played. This is The Rob Carson Show. Last half hour, right ahead. Thursday morning, or Thursday afternoon, I should say, on the Rob Carson Show, except for if you're in California. We have a special guest on the Newsmax Hotline. You may have heard the name, uh, Jerome Corsi, Ph.D., uh, doctor. The uh, He's written this book called The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, and Climate Change, and he joins us again on the Newsmax Hotline. Sir, uh, welcome to the show. It's, it's great to have you finally on the radio program.
10: Well, Rob, it's my great pleasure to be with you. So thank you.
1: We are seeing obviously the um, and for lack of a better uh, analogy, the left in this country put their pedal to the metal with regard to um, crippling the America uh, fossil fuel economy with the goal of uh, of what they've attempted to do in places like sri lanka and uh, and the netherlands um let me ask you this you're an expert on this but clearly we've seen a change in this country uh with the regime change that would push us even further toward this uh, green new deal uh that has failed around the world why don't you tell us uh, what do you think of what's happening in our country and around the world right now
10: well, my new book is very heavily into the science, which shows that the science in this Green New Deal and global warming, climate change is, is basically a hoax. Yes. And the first three chapters really explain how it arose out of the Malthusian movement, too many people, yes. to uh, become co-opted by the neo-Marxists, the uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the like. And it's now basically designed to destroy capitalism reduce our standard of living, and uh, deprive us of, the, of abundant and relatively cheap hydrocarbon fuels which we need to produce economic wealth, not only in this country, but around the world.
1: This is um, an attempt, it, it's socialism, it's Marxism. What it is, instead of attempting to raise the others to uh, the level of the successful, it is to bring down the success of the successful to poverty levels. This is uh, common. This is uh, common in every way, shape, and form. Even when it comes to things like a university admission, with regard to lowering the standard for admission, it's that, it's that equality or the equity, they call it equity, which uh, I don't want to be equal. I want to be better, and, and what's going to make me better is if I perform at a better level. I don't like someone hindering me. That, that only ends in bodies and body pits as far as I'm concerned if we look at the last century. But let's talk a little bit, because even last night I was watching TV, I was watching Newsmax, I watched Tucker. Tucker had a guy on, and he said, oh yeah, the earth is warming, it's just they're going about it the wrong way with regard to the cause of it. Um, is the, do you feel that the the world is genuinely warming, or are we just going through a cyclical stage during our history? Which, by the way, where we are in history is an eyelash on the timeline of the Earth. Uh, right. So is it is it warming, and is it because of us?
10: Well, first of all, the Earth has gone through many cycles. It's 4.5 or 4.6 billion years old. We've had numerous um, ice ages. Followed by uh, inter- interglacial warming periods. We're in an interglacial warming period now, but again, but between after the 1940s, it actually was a, a small cooling period. Yeah. Uh, and the the major problem here is that for the global warmers is that carbon dioxide is a trace element in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's a very very small. It's almost an unmeasurably small percent. Wow. And. I uh, demonstrate in this new book the real impacts on a climate system, which is an intricate system. Much more impact are the clouds, water vapor, yeah. uh, the currents of the oceans, even cosmic rays. And the climate is a very complex system, yeah. which is essentially a feedback system so that it has, you know, effects, causes, and effects it interactively. Mm-hmm. It's not simply, you can say, well, Carbon dioxide is the, the knob that turns on the temperature of the Earth. Um, that's fraudulent science, and the uh, argument that the Earth is warmer now than ever largely derives from Michael Mann's hockey stick graph, yes. which was based on fraudulent data. And we know that from the emails that were re- reviewed in ClimateGate are these scientists, including Michael Mann, openly discuss reading the data.
1: Now, um, we're talking to Jerome Corsi. He's written this book called The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, and Climate Change Explosing the Lies in an Age of Disinformation. Uh, I definitely, and this is in my wheelhouse, by the way, uh, doctor. Uh, I am a science geek, um, and and I think that I know, I know the reason why the left went after carbon dioxide is because it is so uh, necessary for life, and if they could control carbon dioxide emissions, then they can control everything.
10: Right? Well, yes, and also the carbon dioxide is emitted when you burn hydrocarbon fuels. Yes, and so if we can get rid of hydrocarbon fuels, which are cheap, effective, abundantly available then we can destroy capitalism, we can reduce the standard of living, we can cause the kind of chaos that will bring in Marxism, communism, changes, destroying the current culture. The The key point is that hydrocarbon fuels are not fossil fuels, we're not gonna run out of them. I've been arguing this since 2006 when I wrote a book called Black Gold Stranglehold. Yeah. The peak oil crowd went away, we didn't run out of oil. Oil is naturally produced in the earth. Uh, the chemical equations that describe how oil, natural gas, hydrocarbon fuels are produced were developed in the Weimar Republic by German chemists. We learned how to synthesize petroleum products out of coal. I discussed, I got those equations in the National Archives. I found them on microfilm. I found books on them. Uh, I explained the equations in this new book and show how, in fact, Oil, natural gas can be synthetically made. I mean, when we die, we decompose. Natural plankton, organic material, animals, human beings, second law, third law dynamics, when we die, it's entropy. The energy dissipates out of our bodies. We decompose. We bury people because they're going to decompose and they stink. And when we dig them up, centuries later, we don't find any oil from the dead bodies. We find dust into dust, not dust into oil. Yes.
1: Well, this is, uh, so you're saying, and and I've heard that we have uh, in the United States, just right now, just with untapped reserves, a couple hundred years, of, uh, of uh, natural gas, a couple hundred years of crude oil underground. But now you're also saying, and listen, this is not, this is not uh, uncommon. Uh, you may recall, and I'm sure you do because you're much better versed in it, but, uh, Adolf Hitler, nothing, you know, Hitler evil, obviously, but he did, and they did convert, uh, coal into, uh, fuel for their war machine at least I- i'm not sure what to the extent but this 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 um technology that you're talking about has been around for a very long time
10: that's right it was the fischer trops process and uh the nazi germany had a lot of fischer trops plants to produce their fuel if you recall you know basically the nazis had plenty of tanks at the end of the war but they ran out of fuel that was yes. the problem with the battle of the bulge yes. and we bombed the fuel but the point is the nazis knew how to make synthetic uh, petroleum products diesel gasoline airplane fuel hydrocarbons yeah. you know how to do it through a synthetic process that didn't involve any dead animal parts or dead plankton or organic material and the point here is that hydrocarbons are abundant yeah uh, we probably do have 200 years with new technology uh-huh. fracking hydraulic drilling the ability to do deep oil drilling in the oceans uh, the ability to convert shale into petroleum products. We we'll probably never will run out of oil. Probably before we run out, we'll have nuclear batteries running our cars, yeah. which is what yeah. Julian Simon, the economist, said. Was, in the 1850s, the world was worried we were going to run out of coal. And now we're trying to demonize the burning of these hydrocarbon fuels, when in fact, the you know, carbon dioxide emitted by burning hydrocarbon fuels is plant food. Uh, we get more Earth as a greener Earth, more plants, more abundant. Yep. Uh, people don't do well in ice ages yes. and cooling. The Earth is probably not a good idea.
1: Yeah, and I'm also kind of like in the mode here in my fifties that I uh, I really am kind of done with cold weather. To be quite honest. <laughs> to be quite honest. But another thing that most people don't talk about, and I'm I'm kind of a uh, a science geek, but also if you notice the uh, the expansion of the uh, of the uh, uh, polar ice caps on Mars uh, as well as with Earth or the shrinking, um, they generally occur uh, at the same time. They usually, if you'll see a shrinking of the uh, the uh, polar ice caps on Mars. The same is seen with Earth. Uh, what we don't realize, what the left doesn't realize, is that everything that we have, every ounce of energy that we've ever had is because of this giant ball of burning helium gas 90 million miles away from us. Right. And, and it has an enormous impact on our climate more than anything we could do to the planet.
10: Well, you're precisely right. The, the sun is the key energy and heat uh, driving factor uh, for the entire solar system. You know, for the Earth included. I mean, just a thought experiment. The sun goes away. We become a very cold place very quick. Yeah. Sun burns out. We're not going to do very well. No. Uh, the ice ages uh, follow cycles. And it's not only the entire solar system that's affected when the sun goes through minimums. It yeah. cools off. The Earth does. The sun right now is actually, I believe, in a dormant period. Okay. Do- do- dormant. Okay. Cycle 25 of the sun cycle was a dormant cycle. I believe we're in cycle 25 and it starting as a dormant cycle, I believe. Although NASA tries everything it can to say no this is going to be an active sun cycle. Ah, yes, yes, cuz it doesn't fit the narrative. It's a narrative. And you know, <laughs> when you take a look at the science it dr- it differs dramatically from the narrative. I mean, even the greenhouse gas idea. You know, there there is no painted surface on on carbon dioxide that makes it reflect back into the earth the uh, infrared rays escaping at night from the sun's irradiance yes yeah. in fact their clouds and water vapor are probably 70 percent of the greenhouse gases on earth as, com- as compared to like carbon dioxide was like 0. 0.0003 yeah, percent of the atmosphere it's a trace element yeah. and to attribute everything to one trace element when you know the effects here uh i point out in my book how dramatic it how much energy it takes to produce earth impacts we had uh five extinctions death of the dinosaurs uh a massive uh asteroid or comet hitting in the yucatan and the chalupa, chalupa i could never say it right but that the comet that hit yeah destroyed a lot of the life on earth sure and There was about a thousand years of volcanic activity going on in India and Southeast Asia. Yeah, yeah, at the same time, throwing sulfur. The the dinosaurs didn't die over one day. No, ten million years. And I also point out, people have got to understand that the plate theory—you know, continents separated by these plates—sure. There's also a theory that the Earth expanded, Uh and in fact, dramatically expanded, and that the dinosaurs died in part because their bodies did not function particularly well in a expanded gravity environment as yeah. the Earth grew.
1: Now, we're going to have to cut things off because we're running out of time. Um, I, I kind of believe, actually, I understand what you're saying. I know the big dinosaurs, they'd actually uh, be uh, waist-high in water to support their weight. Uh, that's, still, that's going on in America right now with uh, water aerobics. Uh, people who get so heavy, they can't actually go to the gym, so they go to the, uh, to the swimming pool and do their exercise. Kind of the same thing in a different, uh, different vein here. So.
10: The point is, Earth changes. The Earth is not as stable. Place. Yes. Yes, uh, and and these changes don't occur in a few years, or yeah. it's very hot in London. We've got temperatures very so that's global. Everything is global warming to these yeah. people. Yeah. Trends in geologic time take ten thousand years, a hundred thousand years, yes. millions of years to develop. Yeah, and the Earth is very dynamic. It goes yeah. around the sun in elliptical orbit. Sometimes that ellipt- elliptical orbit is more circular. Yep, that also affects. Ice ages and climate on the earth to attribute everything to carbon dioxide is simply foolish.
1: It's nonsense. Now, I greatly appreciate your time today. I want to have you on again. The book is called The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, and Climate Change, Exposing Lies in an Age of Disinformation by Jerome Kersey. You can get this on Amazon, and I'm going to tell you, doctor, I'm going to get this book. Uh, it's right up my alley, but I think for those who are arguing against insane people, uh, climate, uh, you know, uh, uh, zealots, like here in where I live, for instance, we have a coal-fired plant south of town, and we got people driving 60 70 80 thousand dollar electric cars run by coal it's nonsensical but get the book and doctor we'd love to have you on again sometime a real pleasure having you on today
10: my great pleasure i'll be happy to come back anytime you ask all right again it's the truth about the energy
1: global warming and climate change jerome kersey pick that up let's take a break you are listening to the rob carson
0: show To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Dr. Jerome Corsi. That was uh, interesting. I uh, hope we didn't get too uh, scientific, you know, esoteric and all of that, but... It is, um, yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's a group of people using, and they always use these uh, crises or uh, something to forward their leftist agenda, whether that be a, a, in a very crass way to uh, force a gun safety legislation through both houses of Congress because a madman uh, went on a shooting spree. Uh, four of those lately, one shot uh, stopped by a, a good guy with a gun in uh, in Indianapolis, but uh, this is all nonsense. This uh, climate emergency has been around for 50 years. It's been touted by the left, and it's gone through all sorts of striations from global cooling to acid rain to global warming and now climate change. And honestly, it's it's beginning to fall on deaf ears, like the cries of racism, 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 and everything is racism. So uh, Jerome Corsi's uh, book uh, looks pretty fascinating. I'm going to get on that. I'm going to read that because I, I think it's important. Um, I, before I go, I have to play this again. Because uh, tonight, the January 6th hearings are back on uh, on uh, network television. And my friend Jim Gossett put this together. All Must not see TV.
3: The lights, another sham hearing tonight. Liz Cheney is rehearsing her tales. Her tales almost always fail. They are. They continue, don't know why. Cassie caught open. in a lie. Her story was debunked. America, you're getting pumped. Yep. Me, talk about going down the rabbit hole, Doc. Benny Thompson, (laughs) what a shoo. Kinzinger, we've had our fill. Adam (laughs) Schiff is is another train wreck. Trump calls him pencil neck. No one's watching, no one cares. It's a sad state of affairs. The truth they like to bend.
1: The show that won't end. there you go I, uh, I remember when I was a kid we had uh, I'm a member of generation X. we're the uh, last analog generation you know and uh, after school uh cable had started to happen you know around the area well i lived on a farm it was hard to get cable and and so basically we had three channels and public television wasted time and uh, and so after school every day we'd watch the reruns of shows that had been aired a million times they're already in syndication gilligan's island grady bunch and bugs bunny cartoons and i remember hearing that overture cut the lights this is it we'll get the heights in tonight's what heights we'll hear on with the show this is it and uh, and they were brilliant, and they were brilliant. And if you haven't shown unedited Bugs Bunny cartoons to your kids, you need to. Uh, because they're just just fantastic. They've been edited. They've been trying to add all sorts of crap to them. They've uh, been taking out any the, uh, the gun references, you know, with uh, Elmer Fudd uh, going after Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Duck season, Wabbit season, you know, and of course uh, Elmer shoots Daffy and his, his bill spins around. Uh, we all knew that it was cartoonish and goofy and all that, but, um, you know, uh, political correctness has uh, made them uh, a thing of the past. So uh, that's why that, that song is so good. I just, I, I love it. I love it. I just want to mention Merriam-Webster, by the way, they're redefining female to include men who say they are female. This is a Merriam-Webster dictionary, which has officially jumped the shark. I mean, done, finny, done. Uh, They are mainstreaming gender ideology by amending its definition of female to include having a gender identity that is the opposite of male. The definition of woman in the dictionary appears to remain the same, an adult female person, I guess the new uh, supreme court justice didn't have a copy of the uh, dictionary near her when she went through the confirmation process so. uh... more on this tomorrow let's go ahead and take a break come back wrap things up on the rob carson show <music> what a perfect way to bump back into the final break of the show Featuring Audio Slave, Show Me How to Live, my favorite song of all time. So um, that's going to do it for the show today, guys. Greatly appreciate you joining me. If you would, please check out the podcast. It's the entire show, all three hours of the show, edited down to around two hours. It's called The Rob Carson Show Podcast. If you would, do me a favor and subscribe today. We want to get the numbers up to about a million a week. Uh, We can do that. Uh, We're a million a month. We'll start there. How does that sound? If you want all of the platforms, you just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. God bless you, the unborn, our veterans. And until tomorrow, whatever you do, don't catch the stupid.
9: I'll see you then.